Welcome everyone to the Brandstech Podcast. We're excited to have you on today's fifth season episode. So for today, we are having another interview with an amazing guest who has taken their time here to speak with us. Without further ado, this episode will begin in just one moment after these sponsored messages. So please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon K. Hedgepeth, your friend, lifelong learner, and communicator here again with another podcast interview right here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. I'm really excited to have you all here today. And so to, here today as my guest, I have a physics major from the University of Virginia. He is here today to speak with us. Please welcome my guest, Brandon. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty excited to have you on. And so, first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, it's been a tiring day, but I'm here, so I'm excited. And how are you doing? I'm doing really well. This has been a yeah a great day thus far. And yeah, I really am excited to get into our conversation. I've been looking forward to it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I have as well. Yeah, and so I understand, too, that this is your first time on a podcast. Right. So let's make it the best because I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, awesome. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start off by allowing a moment for you to go ahead and introduce yourself for those who are listening or watching here today. Okay. So hello, my name is Brandon Wynn. I go to the University of Virginia, as Brandon mentioned. Um, I'm a physics major hopefully to concentrate also in um, astrophysics. Um, in the future, I'm looking to hopefully work for like a space agency, SpaceX, NASA, something along those lines. If not, then whatever the road takes me, then I'll, I'll take whatever is given to me. I'm not gonna be opposed to anything in the future. Well, that is pretty cool. And I definitely hope that you're path towards astrophysics works out for you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. And so I'm going to go ahead and I can start off by saying, you know, by asking, you know, what made you want to go to the, you know, to the University of Virginia? Okay, so I've actually wanted to go there for a long time. It was actually a dream school of mine back when I was little. Um, I applied to two universities. I applied to Georgia Mason and um, University of Virginia. I got into both of them, but Georgia Mason gave me a scholarship at the time. So I had to take that just for financial purposes, reasons. And when I got to Georgia Mason, uh, I was there for two semesters and it was just not, it was just not for me. It was campus life was not there and everybody was really closed in and didn't want to socialize and I didn't want to be a part of the community to be honest it was a great school don't get me wrong but the community wasn't for me so I decided to reapply to University of Virginia and apply for another scholarship and they accepted me and it's been really amazing actually the life at UVA has been really great I have actual um, friends like old friends that I used to hang out with all the time that go there so it's been a blast. The community is great. The 
professors are amazing and I've actually learned a lot and it's been really good. Well, that's actually really good to hear that you were able to, I mean, yeah, it was your dream school. You didn't, even though you got in, you weren't able to go there the first time, but the fact that you were still able to, to make it there, even if you had to go through some hoops. And so I'm glad that you were able to, I guess, accomplish that dream off your checklist and yeah, be able to accomplish that and that it's a better fit for you. Yeah, I was, I was so excited to see the acceptance letter. I was so ecstatic. It was a, it was a great time. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear that. I mean, that you were able to have that excitement. And so, and so when you went in, so when you went into UVA, so that was your sophomore year that you started then? Yes. Cool. And so how was, and so how was your time at UVA been for you thus far? It's been really good. I've been um, having a lot more free time than I did at George Mason. Um, UVA, like the scheduling is a lot easier. Uh, you get a lot more free time. So I was able to, you know, have time for myself instead of just focusing on studying. Cause I know, I'm sure you know that physics is not easy and it takes up a lot of your time. So um, I was actually surprised to see how much free time I actually had going into UVA. Cause at George Mason, I was stuck in my room crunching numbers till, you know, 4 a.m. every day. So um, I was actually able to fix all that from going to UVA. So. It's been good. I've been enjoying it. Well, I'm glad to hear that you weren't like stuck on your calculators or whatever all day and that you were able to, I mean, you know, to really enjoy yourself and have fun with it. And so, you know, for me, I've never, for those of you who don't know who's listening, I've never like really lived on a campus before, at least, you know, for fall semester anyway. Like the only times I did were for summer experiences for yeah, twice. Uh, was it after middle school and summer 2022? And those were the only two times I had, yeah, truly had a chance to stay on the campus. So I'm glad that you were able to, at least at UVA, sort of have a little bit more freedom and experience. And like I said, truly have fun with it. And so, and so for you, back when you were at George Mason, since that was your freshman year, were you able to sort of have any classes within your major, what you had anticipated to be your major, or was it just your general ed classes? Um, yeah, so I took, um, you know, the, the general like physics, math classes that you're supposed to take. And it was, it went all right. Um, obviously, it was freshman year, I was just trying to get adjusted. And the professor is just it was like haphazard hazard. It's just like everything was fast paced and they weren't taking their time. It was, it was hard, but I got through it. It was all right, but it is what it is. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And so, and so fast forward to present day, you know, I guess, how has your experience been and how has it evolved? You know, so over your, yeah, I guess your collective time of having been through college. Um, I would say, um, going into college, I was very nervous. Um, I've never really lived alone, so I was really scared, but, um, it was a rough start. It was, 
two um first semester in it was really tough to get adjusted and then second semester it was more so not adjustment it was more so just trying to get all my work in on time it was more of the stress and then so going into uva it's been a lot more enjoyable the uh, college life is exactly what um people ex expect it to be um it could be tough but I have a great time going in with, to classes with friends and stuff like that. It's much more enjoyable now than it was when I first began, for sure. Well, I'm glad that you were able to get adjusted to the college environment and truly make it work for you. And so what really got you into physics, the whole STEM field, and I mean, everything about it? Okay, okay. This is actually interesting because I had no interest in, like, physics, space, anything like that. When I was younger, I wanted to be a chemical engineer. That was that was what I wanted to do when I was very young. Um, but then as I got older, I got I became more curious. And so that curiosity kind of kind of went over and clung on to the idea of space. And I was really fascinated by space at a really young age, probably like fifth or sixth grade. That's when I started to really take a hold of that. And so I spent a lot of my time doing like extra research, watching a lot of videos, reading articles, stuff like that. And it really just pushed me into this direction where I am now, where I want to hopefully one day pursue a field where I can one day do my own research, potentially make um, a huge discovery or something along those lines. It's a dream of mine. But yeah, it, it started when I was very young and I'm glad that I was able to find that spark in me to do this because I'm actually very, very excited to hopefully get a, get a, sorry, um, to work in a field like this because not many can say they do, so. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And yeah, and I guess before I finish my comment on that, so you mentioned that earlier on when you were a lot younger that you had originally wanted to be a chemical engineer. So how did actually that come about? Because, <laughs> you know, I know like a lot of people, especially like in the younger years, say like, yeah, they want to be like a, you know, like a firefighter or a this or that. I want to be a teacher. But how do you actually like want to be a chemical engineer? I'm, I'm like extremely curious about that. <laughs> okay. So it's actually way more simple and basic than what you think. Because when I was little, I loved to like, I love to mess around with different substances, mix things, put things together, make concoctions, all of that. I used to love that. And then the fact that I was like, my, my dad and my mom were like, wow, he's really creative. Like he's really good craft. He's really crafty. He's good with his hands. He's good at thinking, problem solving. And he was like, wow, they'd, he'd be really good at like the engineering field. So I was like, hmm, put those two together, chemical engineer. but. Obviously that didn't work out, but it was a, it was a, it was a good start. I'd say for a very young age. I bet. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, for the career days and everything, when you, you know, went up to tell people, I'm sure like, I'm, I'm sure that probably shocked some people, but, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that you were able to evolve from there to, where you are now. My mom wouldn't be, me to be, be an architect personally, but. Uh. Actually, when I was 
really young, I actually wanted to be a Power Ranger. That was my first ever career that I wanted to do. Then I realized it was just a show. I was so devastated. I wanted to be the Green Ranger so bad. Well, you know, with your physics knowledge, I, I, I think you could, I think you still have a little bit of, of a possibility to be able to do that. I hope so. Okay. Okay. Well, back well back to a little bit more uh, seriousness, though. Like I said, I, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that you were able to continue on with your physics route that you are on now, and so. And so I guess leading up to even wanting to go to college, I mean, what are some of the things that you do did to help prepare to go into into that? And did you have any other, aside from like chemical engineering and from physics, did you have any other like interests within the STEM fields overall? Mm, not really any other interest. I was going in very open-minded. I didn't know what to expect. I was still really young. I didn't really know what the college life in the field was really like. I didn't do much research into it. I went in just with open mind and hopefully I got what I got. But um, yeah, um, to prepare for the um, for university, I actually really worked on my time management skills. Um, that's something that's really helped me throughout the these um, past semesters. Time management has been everything. And I started really focusing on that, like freshman year of high school. And I went to um, a college prep high school, so they always loaded you with homework and stuff like that. And so time management was everything. And so doing that from freshman year all the way up to university is really helps me because I'm able to get my work done in time and still have time for myself, which is also very important. I don't want to be crunching numbers at 12 a.m. when an assignment's due the next day. So time management has been my my key to success so far. Well, I'm glad to hear that that was able to work out. And out of curiosity, did your college prep high school, like how, how much did that prepare you for entering into the college atmosphere? Because I know from general experience, especially having been on the podcast, that I've heard it either be like a hit or miss. So I'm sort of curious as to how it was for you. Right. So in the beginning, I would say it was a definite miss. It was just a bunch of just fill-in work. Nothing like you can say that was like college prep. But when it got into like junior year of high school, that's when it, the work started piling up. And the work started to actually make sense of why you're doing it. You know, a lot of papers, a lot of public speaking projects, a lot of projects in general. Um, that we would have something along those lines every you know, every other week, it seemed like. And I'd say that really helped with the workload now from having to be able to do a lot of math and a lot of these hard questions I have to do um, now because um, I was able to get prepared from all the work I had to do back in high school. So I'd say it was a hit, I'd say. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, overall, that yeah, collectively, that it worked out. It worked out better as opposed to missing. That's at least good. And I know that towards the end of high school, at least, that you were doing a little bit more too to sort of, I guess, do some classes on the side. If you'd like to speak about that, classes on the side. Uh, 
such as with the earth sciences? Um, wait, wait, sorry, what? Such as with VES? Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I did VES. My friend introduced me to VES. Um, his, his mom at the time, or his mom, um, actually worked as a videographer for VES. And she knew that I was interested in VES, so, or interested in uh, going to NASA in the future. So she... She told me about it and I was like, wow, this is actually a really good opportunity. I'm going to get some, you know, college credits and get some connections. It's, it seemed perfect. So, um, I did some, I did the VEST course, uh, that took a couple months and then I got invited to the summer academy and that's when I got to, um, meet a lot of close friends of mine, um, that I still talk to to this day. Um, and I'd say, yeah, it was a, I'd say VEST has changed me and uh, I wouldn't have done the internship that I've done if it wasn't for, you know, my mom's friend who told me about it. Well, I'm glad those personal connections were really able to help, help you out in that regard. Yeah, I'd say, um, yeah, I think the main thing that I got from VEST and just going out in general is the connections are everything. I realized that being around the right people and around the people that you connect with the most is honestly the most important thing that you can do. Because in the past, I feel like I was surrounding myself with people just to be around people. But I slowly started to realize that being around people who you actually want to be around, people who are right to be around is so important because you look out for them they look out for you and i was able to realize that invest because you know you're you're in this team team building you know group and connections are everything you gotta be with your group you gotta be positive and yeah i just they help it definitely helped me realize how important it is to be with the people that you care for and the people that mean a lot to you that's definitely what i've gotten from this Looking out for the team. I like that. And and so I guess for those listening who may be unfamiliar with VES, are you able to tell us a little like quick rundown as to what even is VES? Okay, so VES is a government it it's government ran, correct? Um it's a government ran uh, program where they have um scholars, students come in and do a course and where they get um at four college credits um and if they do well on the online course it's uh, earth science based and so if they do well on the course they get invited to a summer academy where they spend about a week doing this presentation where they're going to present to these these big names at nasa you know nasa langley and they present this big project that they that you've been working on for this week. And um, yeah, and I'd say the main thing about it is not about the project itself, it's about the connections you make. That's something that I've gotten from VES. Well, I'm really glad to hear that those connections have all been working out for you. And you briefly mentioned your internship too, so are you able to tell us a little bit about that as well? Yeah, so internship also is a week long. I got to work with an amazing group of people. 
course you, Brandon, amazing. Um, and so there were, this time around, there were five groups instead of four as usual. And each group had about two, two interns. Each group had two interns and we were in charge of keeping the, our students aligned, get them doing the right thing. Cause a lot of these students, um, they're going in without understanding, um, what they're doing. So we are basically pushing them in the right direction. We as interns have done this course. And so they look up, they look to us for guidance. And so that's what we're there for. I'm glad that you were able to enjoy it. And from personal experience, I really enjoyed speaking with you and working with you. And so, you know, during this time, was this your first time working with, you know, with, I guess, up and coming scholars? Yeah, this was the first time I've ever worked with like a, students in general. I was, I've always been an introvert. So working with this big group of students was very intimidating, but my students actually made it really welcoming for me. And it was honestly like super easy, I'd say. As an introvert, it was really, it was really good. Well, I'm glad to hear that you were able to enjoy the experience. And for me also as a introvert, very much so, just despite the fact that I do these podcasts, I am still very much an introvert because these are like one-on-one -on -one conversations. Yeah. I mean, whereas, you know, being in front of, you know, like that many people, which I don't remember how, how many people would you estimate were in the groups? I don't actually remember. Um, I think it was an average of 12 or 13 students, I'd say throughout the all, all five groups. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's my, that was my guess too. And so, yeah, but being in front of them, it actually didn't feel as intimidating as I no, thought. I mean, it, it felt like speaking with like, I mean, not necessarily like with, peers per se, but rather just fellow intellectuals and I mean, which they are, I mean, and so it was great to sort of help the next generation of, yeah, of students. And I'm sure you probably feel similar to that. Definitely. Yeah. It was definitely a lot of, it was definitely a lot of hard work, but it, it was a great time to say the least. Would you do it again next year if you had the time oh, availability? Of course, yeah. I definitely would with, without any hesitation. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it was just so, so fun, especially meeting my fellow, yeah, our fellow interns as well. Yeah, I'd say they, they really changed me as, 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 um, as an individual because going into that internship, I was actually very scared. I was actually very nervous because I was dealing with some personal stuff. And so going in there, I was like, I was really shaky about it, but you guys welcomed me um, very fast and I felt really welcomed and you guys really made me feel like you guys were close friends of mine. So I really appreciate you guys from doing that. Oh, we enjoyed having you and yeah, likewise. And like I said, I'm just glad that you were able to enjoy that. And so what else have you been doing over the course of summer 2022? Um, a lot of traveling. Um, I went to, right after that internship, I went to Canada for about four days. Just did a lot of sightseeing, a lot of traveling, a lot of trying out of basic Canadian things, you know, um, Niagara Falls and stuff like that. So it was a good time. 
And then um, after that, I went to Europe where we went to DC. We went, start from DC, flew to Germany. And then from Germany, went to France. And then from France, Amsterdam, and then back to Germany. That was about two weeks. And we were there to visit a family friend. That was also a good time. They're like close siblings to me now. They're very close to me. I love them. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad that was enjoyable. And like a, like we were briefly speaking about this, yeah, a little bit before we started recording. But I mean, yeah, for me, I've never left the country. But I mean, all of these trips have always sound so cool whenever anyone describes them to me. And so I definitely hope you took a lot of pictures, even if just for your own personal records. Of course I did. I would never go on a trip without it. Yeah, I know some people, like, they, they could go to, like, this whole giant adventure once-in-a-lifetime trip and not, like, take a single picture of any kind or like, anything, not even, like, a journal entry, a letter, a postcard, like, no, nothing. But I, I get it, though. From their stance, I understand. Like, I still took my pictures, but I understand from their stance why they don't. They just want to enjoy the moment, which I did a lot. I did miss a lot of good picture opportunities, but enjoying the moment is, like, it's nice. That's uh, I do it way more than I take pictures. I'm guilty of it, but yeah, I took my fair share of pictures, but enjoying the moment when you're in these like amazing grand trips is, I think is key when you're traveling. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, even though I will take a ton of pictures, I will, ad I will fully admit that there's a good possibility all of the pictures, I may have taken hundreds of pictures. There's a good possibility all of them were over the course of like the same hour of the trip. Like, like that, that's the way that like my memory would work is that I'd probably go to one place, take a ton of pictures and have like almost nothing of anything else. But I also like collecting things too. So, I mean, that's just a personal thing I do, but, but yeah, but I'm glad at least you were able to enjoy that and live in the moment a little bit, especially, you know, prior to fall 2022 semester. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like going into the remainder of yeah of this year, what are some of the hopes I guess you have for finishing out this year and then entering twenty twenty three confident? I know, like, like thinking about it, it's just like, dang, twenty twenty three already. But yeah, I mean, it's coming closer than we think. Yeah, um, I'm just hoping I can get through this semester. Um, you know, before this semester, I've been dealing with some personal things, so hopefully, going into this one. It doesn't bother me too much um, just to get through it. I know this semester is going to be tough. It's my third year. So you're doing a lot of, um, you're doing a lot of your main coursework for your major. So I'm a little nervous for that, but I have a lot of good friends there that are there to support me. And yeah, I just hope it's a smooth ride. Well, I'm definitely wishing you all the best for that. And yeah, like I said, I, I always want to make sure that, I mean, that truly everyone is, yeah, is doing well. And, yeah, and I definitely wish you all the best in thriving for, yeah, for the semester going into year number three. And so, and so, yeah, but what are some of your other interests that, yeah, that you are interested in, involved in, even if it's like a interest from a distance, so right. to speak? Okay, so I picked up skateboarding like two years ago i've been doing that a lot Ooh. over the summer i haven't had the time to do it a lot of traveling but 
been doing a lot of skateboarding. I like, I used to spend a lot of time playing soccer, but I replaced that with skateboarding because I just find that so much more rewarding when you get to learn a trick and you get to like, okay, you do the trick the first time. It's like so exhilarating. Then you're like, okay, I have to learn it to master the trick. Like, it's just so much more, I find so much reward in skateboarding. I've been doing a lot of that. Um, I've been getting back into reading. Um, I haven't been reading too much for the past couple of years, but as of recently, I've been doing a lot more. Um, I feel like it kind of just calms me down, just being my own world of just in the me in the book. That's it. That's I've been doing that a lot. That and skating. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies, shows, just on my free time. I just like to spend my free time with myself because I feel like you know going into you know another new school year, you don't have that to focus on yourself. So I've been doing that more recently. Well, I'm glad to hear with spending more time with yourself that you're able to take a bit more of a focus into your own personal well-being and to give you that, you know, give you that time, especially, like you said, as a introvert, at least from my own personal experiences and everything. It's like when you know that you're not going to have a lot of free time, it's like you almost want to soak in as much free time as possible, even though it seems like to others that you're like, ex like excluding yourself from everyone. It's just like at least for me anyway, that social battery just drains so quickly. My friends hate it when they like go and invite me to something and I'm like, hey, I'd rather not go. They they just hate me for it because honestly, I'd rather spend my free time with myself. I, it's like an introvert thing, I guess so, but I would just rather spend my time by myself. My battery, my social battery just dies so fast. But yeah, a good time out with friends isn't, isn't a bad thing. Like I'm not bad... I don't, I'm not opposed to socializing, going out with friends, but that, that battery just goes down so fast. Yeah, it truly does. And it doesn't even matter if you're having a good time or not. It's just like when it goes down, it's like it goes down. And sometimes like, I mean, w without, like without true warning per se, like you'll just slowly just start to right, yeah. like like be like I, I maybe maybe not like maybe enough of time not not that i don't want to go but not right now yeah yeah i get that like um one of our interns antonio when i first met him his energy was so high and i was i was like wow his energy is amazing like i would i was at that level but my social battery just if i was him it goes down so fast but i really like being around him made my social battery like at his level his energy is just so high. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, I just spoke with him not too long ago on my podcast. And so that will probably release sometime before this one does. But yeah, I mean, I absolutely love my conversation with him. And definitely, I definitely recommend you to listen to that one as well. That that definitely, that, that was a really good one. But actually, I so fun fact is that when... Uh, I digress a little bit, but when I, whenever I do these things, a lot of people ask like, what makes the good episodes? What makes the, you know, maybe not so well, but I, I honestly will say I have loved and enjoyed every single conversation I've ever had on the platform. Cause you know, you all are just such amazing people and like being able to hear what you all have to say, it's just honestly so like, 
heartwarming. And like, I'm even taking like detailed, if you're wondering why I'm holding a pen for those watching on video, like I, I'm constantly taking notes, like on how much like amazing stuff you're doing and try to take back all of these like life lessons you're learning and the stuff that, yeah, you, know, you all are just letting us know because as I said, it's just, I don't know. I, I just truly find it so like, fascinating and heartwarming that you are just willing to take your time and just be here and speak with not just me, but everyone here who's watching or listening. And so, yeah, but anyway, I, I digress, but, but yeah, so yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, like I said, but I, I digress from that, but Overall, I definitely know what you mean as opposed to, you know, when, when some people are just really enthusiastic or really excited, sometimes I think it actually does, like, really help out, like, socially to know that someone just has know, so much enthusiasm for what they do and what they're, yeah, that it, it really does help out sometimes. Right, yeah, so it's like, if I was by myself, there's no way I could be at, like, that level, but if you're... If you're with somebody with that high energy, for some reason, your energy is just right at that level as well. And it's just like, you're reciprocating both that energy. And it's just like, I don't know, being around people with a high energy, just like, it doesn't make you feel like an introvert anymore. It's like, it's a weird feeling because, you know, you're always an introvert just inside of you. But when you step out of that, it's so, so different. It's like a whole new world just being at such a high energy. I don't know how to explain it. It's just different. I don't know if you feel that same way, but to me, it's just, it's indescribable, to be honest. Yeah, it truly is. And yeah, and I'm wondering for, I mean, just as a curious question, because I'm definitely extremely curious person overall, and I know you mentioned that as well, is that uh, I wonder if, yeah, I mean, how many people listening or watching can relate to this, but how many people can't? That, that's actually what I'm really curious about. And I wish there was a way to sort of, like, gauge that without, like, telling you all, like, hey, let me know what you think and, like, you know, blow up my phone with messages. But, I mean, I'm just honestly really curious as to, I mean, as to that, because, yeah, I'm just really curious to know. Uh, yeah. I don't think a lot of my friends could relate to me because they're all extroverts, so to have to imagine them being extroverts and stepping into being an introvert that's just like something that i can't imagine so i'm honestly curious like who can relate to that i want to know because i haven't met anybody who shares the same feeling as i have it's interesting to me but i'm honestly curious as well yeah that is quite true and so and so for you like like truly like after you officially you know walk across the stage or whatever college graduations do i guess i'll find out soon enough but i'm pretty sure that's what they do but but after your college commencement ceremony and and yeah in a couple of years what what are your plans for because i know you mentioned that you would love to enter the space realm whether it be nasa spacex or whatever other competitors or whatever may open up between right. now and then because this definitely is the is one of the ages of space it may not be the space age but we're certainly in like the next level version of it but 
but where do you see yourself going with your yeah, with your physics, hopefully astrophysics. Right. Um, honestly, I have no plans. I'm usually a pretty spontaneous person. Um, I just take any opportunity that's given to me, um, if it's a good opportunity, of course. But as of right now, in mind, I want to take a year off um, from school, of course. Um, I feel like college has been a really tough time for me. So after I'm done with it, I definitely want to take a, a year off before I step back into it. and hopefully get um, my master's or hopefully a doctorate or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, we'll see where the road takes me. But as of right now, I just want to take some time away after I'm done with all of this. Yeah, I certainly completely understand that. And I was going to ask earlier when you mentioned astrophysics, if you had plans to you know, go into even higher education, just because I know that few, obviously, you know, yeah, being a very intensive, yeah, yeah number heavy field, yeah, definitely seems very PhD esque to me, and especially in the research field. But I'm glad at least that you're looking into the self care and knowing that it's you're better off taking you know that time away from it and exploring, you know, whether it's using your existing degree or exploring other interests. And do you know what you'd want to do in that year off out of curiosity? Um... I love to travel. I would love to travel the world, honestly. I want to go to Asia. I want to visit Vietnam one day. I have family down there, so I would love to see them for the first time. I've never been down there. Um, I'd love to go back to Europe. I love it there. Um, and yeah, hopefully go to somewhere like, I don't know, Africa seems cool. I don't know. I just love to travel. So hopefully in that time, I can hit a lot of different countries that I've never been before, see the different parts of the world. It's very fascinating to me, so. That actually sounds so cool. And, yeah, and I mean, I think that would be, like, the perfect way to, like, I mean, to truly, in, I mean, end out your undergraduate degree. Yeah, you would have, yeah, finished that and, yeah, you have that to accomplish. But then also taking, I said, that time for yourself before really, like, delving back into, into studies, really. And so... And so out of curiosity, I mean, I know obviously this, you still have quite, quite a while before, (laughs) before this, but would you, but would you go straight from master's to doctor? Would you probably do the same sort of year? Just if if you would take a, like a guesstimate now. A guesstimate, I would say I'd probably take that extra year as well. I know that gap is going to be tough. So from master's to PhD, that could be really tough. So I think that year is important. Of course, right now, I don't know, but that's my target, I hope. Well, that's awesome. And like I said, I definitely hope that you're able to make full use of that astrophysics degree. I mean, because I I mean, that just sounds like really cool to really, I mean, I mean, to really be in that field. And like you said, to be where this is what I do. This is what I, you know, a part of especially like I said in this day and age I mean that that's truly I think will be the defining part of yeah I mean this half of the 21st century honestly and but I mean if you honestly think I mean I'm a I'm a somewhat of a history person too I mean truly I mean space exploration has driven almost all of these technological advancements over the past over 50 years now I mean, if you think about it, whether directly or indirectly. Yeah, I would, it would be an honor for me to walk up on that stage and receive this, a physics degree, astrophysics. 
that would be an honor for me. Honestly, that'd be the peak of my happiness. I'd be so stoked. But um, yeah, with that, I just really hope that we get into an age where space is way more into people's interests because I do feel like I feel like we've discovered a lot here on Earth. I feel like the only thing that's left is out in space. So that's the next age, and I hope that comes soon because I hope to be um. I hope to be a figure that um, that could be someone who can hopefully discover an empty part of space or something along those lines. That is honestly, like I said, just so cool. And as I honestly can't wait to see what you do with that. And I guess before we began wrapping this up, I'm actually sort of curious about your thoughts about the new James Webb telescope. Oh, the James Webb telescope. Honestly, when I first saw the pictures, it blew my mind. It was amazing. The quality of the pictures just were astonishing. They were so amazing. Quality was amazing. Um, yeah, I hope like in the future we can make some amazing things like that because if that is what we're working with right now, imagine what we're working with, you know, five, ten years from now. You know, like the technology that is developing so fast eventually it's going to get to the point where we're going to see you know billions and billions and billions of light years away be able to see way far in the past i hope i can be a part of that one day yeah i really hope so too because that would just like i said truly be so astonishing and like i said definitely keep me posted with every amazing thing that you do you know both in the present and in the future because I definitely know you're going to do some pretty amazing things, just like I'm sure you are now. And so, and so, yeah, but as we're wrapping this up, is there anything else that you would like to, you know, to speak about while we're here or any questions that you may have for me? The floor is all yours. Um, I don't have any particular questions. I would definitely like to say that, um, you know, um, being on this podcast is definitely put me out of my comfort zone. Obviously I'm not good at talking, but I feel like being out of my comfort zone is something that I am starting to do more. And I feel like a lot of people should also step out of their comfort zone and do because it definitely opens up your perspective of, of how you view yourself and how you view the world. And, you know, having a new image of anything yourself or the world is just something that's worth exploring because you're never going to see it any other way. So Yeah, that is quite true. And yeah, I mean, I guess a uh, touch on that before we close out this episode is, I mean, even for me, when I started this, I knew this was going to take me out of my comfort zone. I mean, doing the podcast, I mean, I'm probably, I'm not necessarily the most social person. I can be social at times, but, and have extensive, very extensive and thorough conversations, but I'm not necessarily the most social person, nor do I really like confrontation, but certainly hosting and producing this podcast is certainly, yeah, I mean, I guess both my podcast stations that I guess free I've had overall thus far, but I mean, it, it truly has been such a, uh, honor and a privilege to speak with all these many people. And it's just, it's, it's been a game changing experience, honestly. I mean, similar to what you were saying about being part of that Vest Summer Academy internship. I mean, which I mean, I definitely felt then too, but, but yeah, but doing this definitely, I've seen the progression of 
like the way I approach things even where like, like I've always loved being able to hear people's stories, but it's just taken this to another level that I just haven't been able to do before being able to share them and sort of like for you and so many other people, like you all have never been on a podcast and not saying that that's like a prerequisite of being in 2022, but right. I mean, I, I want to hear these different people's stories because a lot of times people don't ask, you know, you know, like, how are you doing today? I mean, I, I truly want to know because I want to be able to, to help out and have these conversations. So like I said, the honor is just all mine for, for being able to be here and for people listening or watching at home to that you all are interested in this as well. So, yeah. It was an honor to be here. Really. I enjoyed my time and being able to get my voice out. Cause I don't usually given the opportunity to do so has been honestly a great time. So thank you for that. Oh yeah, of course. And so I did want to go ahead and ask two things though, before we go ahead and wrap up this, this interview. The first is, is there anywhere online that people can go ahead and continue following your story or, or following you online? If not, that's quite all right as well. I at least did want to provide you that opportunity. Um, yeah, I have an Instagram. I don't really do much on it, but if you want to follow, it's B-R-A-N period U-T. It's my Instagram. Um, that's about all the socials I use. Um, yeah, if you want to give me a follow, that'd be great. But if not, it's fine too. Well, no worries. I'm definitely going to give you a follow and I hope those listening do as well. And so before I let you go, though, I did want to leave with this question. So, so for you, for those, for those listening at home or, or watching online, what is a piece of advice that you would give them? You know, whether it's a life lesson, inspirational favorite quote or anything else, what would, what, what would you like to close out this episode with? All right. Um, I think I mentioned this earlier. Um, it's definitely to surround yourself with the people that are important to you. Um, being around people who just, you know, are popular and just, you're just hanging around them just to be cool. It's just not the right path because eventually it's just, it will backfire. But if you surround yourself with people who care, you know, your close friend, you know, family, the ones who actually truly care, you realize that that connection is worth 10 times more than popularity. I've been able to realize that as I grew older and it's definitely changed me because I may have a small group of friends, but it's a group of friends that keep me keep me strong. So I love that. And with that being said, thank you so much, Brandon, for being here. And it's been, like I said, such a pleasure and honor to have you here. And I wish you all the best. You know, you're always welcome here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. And for those of you watching or um, watching or listening online, thank you all so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate this, and I'll chat with you on the next one. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and I'll see you all later. Brands Tech has been 
created and produced by Brandon K. Hedgepeth of Tansen, LLC.